0: Good evening, Chris Brown. How are you doing?
1: Shoot. Chilling.
0: Killing. Killing? What are you killing?
1: <laughs> Back on my bullshit with the box wine.
0: <laughs> Is it on the counter?
1: Yeah, it's on the counter. It's a staple of the counter.
0: It's got to be in the fridge, yeah, think... man. It's got to be in the fridge. No,
1: no, 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 no. Red wine in the
0: fridge? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a wine drinker.
1: Yeah, clearly. No, that's a line from uh, Scary Movie 1. You know when they're on the phone? And Scream calls calls buddy. What's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, what's up? Yo, Dookie. Pick up the phone. <laughs> and they're all, what's
0: up? What up? And then his face in the Scream mask changes.
1: <laughs> his tongue's hanging out. But then his friend goes, shoot, what's good, man? He goes, nothing. Chilling. Killing.
0: <laughs> I've completely forgot about that. That's a great movie. The the number two or three, I think, is where they have the butler with the tiny hand. <laughs> yes, that I don't one. remember which
1: one it is. They all blend
0: together, but <laughs> yeah. that one, that like whole joke will always make me laugh. No questions asked.
1: All those movies are so good. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Did they go past four? Four was the last one I watched.
0: I saw five on Netflix, I believe but I wouldn't watch it. I don't know why, but I just, meh. One, two, and three were fine.
1: Well, and four was the one with, uh, it starts out in Shaq and Dr. Phil. Yeah, and they got to cut off his leg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he keeps shooting literal bricks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I guess that one's funny too. I haven't seen the fifth. I guess I should probably just watch it, but I don't know. There's something about those ones that I don't want to ruin it. They've gone in such a good run, you know? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Hang on just a well, I, second. I just looked up. Hang on just a second. We're what? having issues. <laughs> All right, we're back. We had a little uh, technical technical difficulties there. Uh, can't trust the internet, and it failed, so we're going to try again. Round two. Round two of the intro.
1: <laughs> what are you drinking tonight?
0: Voodoo Ranger from New Belgium.
1: Always a good choice. Yeah. I love their bottles.
0: Dude, they have some of the best graphics. Um, this one is the imperial ipa and it has the guy with the um he's a skeleton with glasses wearing like an aviator get up
1: yeah that dude's badass
0: yeah it's there it's super cool designs i think they make some of the best uh designs in the beer industry for sure are they local no um let's see i can remember
1: this is your job man
0: i know i can't remember where they're from but they're not local local to washington at least Good stuff though. It is, yeah. They make um the fat tire. Have you had that?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. shit's
0: delicious. There's quite a few different ambers that I like, but that mm-hmm. one's up there. And then Mac and Jack's makes a really good African amber as well. Um that one is like my go to if I go to the bar, go out to dinner.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I see Mac and Jacks on the on the tap. That's a mm-hmm. it's a safe pick.
0: Dude, I found they made a, they made cans. They saw them at Rite Aid, actually, in town.
1: Really, that yeah. that's a good point. I think I've, I feel like I never see them in the uh, in the store. When I was looking, I only ever see them on tap.
0: Yeah. So my uncle and my grandpa love the Mac and Jacks Brewery, so they always ask me if I can get them some or like get them a growler or something. And uh, when I was looking to see if they sold cans on the website, it said that they didn't for that beer but I guess it might have just not been updated or that was like a trial or something but I'm sure it did well that's such a popular beer in, in Washington
1: yeah definitely well I'm drinking some uh some Washington grown top box uh, well we already, did we already get this yeah mm-hmm. top what's I it called it top box top box yep <laughs> interesting yep it's, I go with the uh well usually I go with the red blend but today I, I went with the Chardonnay Says it's got hints of plum, plum, Mm -hmm. chocolate, vanilla, and dark fruit. Interesting, interesting. it's good, man. Dark fruit. I think so. I don't know. The box is downstairs. It's on the counter. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to to think of what they mean.
0: Like plum. So you said plum. So like grape, blueberries, something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It works. Gets the job done.
0: Yeah, that's that sounds good. I like the box wine but i don't know dude i'm not a wine wine person i just think have I, you tried it not that one specifically we used to drink in college franzia because he do a slap oh, the bag well
1: jesus <laughs> christ yeah no shit you're not a wine guy
0: that was that was the good stuff though slapping the bag i remember you go to a party or whatever and just there was always guaranteed somebody that had a Fucking box wine in a, in a bag, and people were just slapping the bag everywhere, left and right.
1: Well, have you ever, I mean, do you and, you and uh, your lady, you know, just get a bottle of wine and have a nice little movie night or something?
0: Yeah, sometimes. We're pretty basic, though, with our picks. There's actually one in particular that's really good that I actually like. It's called 19 Crimes. Have you heard of it? No. So they make all these different labels um but this one we found the other day actually has snoop dog on it oh yeah so we had to get some <laughs> it was pretty cool was well, it good i haven't tried it
1: what uh, you bought the bottle and you just threw it in your cellar or something
0: yeah dude right in the wine cellar top shelf you <laughs> just aging it yeah age snoop i think it only works aging process if it's actually in the barrels but
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Do they make wine in barrels is
0: that how it works yeah that's how they uh do like the aging process it sits in a barrel
1: mine just sits in a box
0: (laughs) straight from the uh what are those things where you always see people smashing grapes with their feet like the tub
1: dude one of my favorite and this is a classic youtube video have you ever seen the video it's like a local news story of these these couple old ladies and they like got a tour of a, a vineyard or whatever and they're uh i think they work for the news channel and they, they take their socks off and they start smashing these stomping on these grapes and these, barrels. Oh, and oh, of, oh, oh. You know, oh my God, dude, one of them falls down and just, <laughs> <laughs> it's the yes.
0: funniest noise I have ever heard. That is such a good video. That was like the beginning of viral videos where they, um, they're all grainy and stuff, but still you just suffer through for like 15 seconds to watch this lady completely face plant.
1: And it was just, purely posted for entertainment it was no none of this monetization ads anything like that it was just like yo this is some funny shit like look at this lady (laughs) and I don't even know how things went viral back then that was like pre-viral viral
0: word of mouth I guess I mean everybody was talking about that I remember if I remember correctly back in the early 2000s or whatever do you remember when you
1: first heard about YouTube
0: hmm I don't think so Um, but that that reminded me of one of the other videos from like the news that went viral and there is this kid at a carnival and he just said i like turtles and that went viral for (laughs) so long i like turtles
1: (laughs) yeah i know that guy i know that guy. i remember where i was actually like i have a, a a picture in my mind of where i was when i first heard about youtube this uh i think it was sixth grade um this kid in my class junior he he was like yo I found a website that you can watch any music video you want, yep. whenever you want. And I was like, "Huh?" He told me about it. He's like, "Yeah, it's called YouTube." And went home, watched the uh, the Miss New Booty uh, <laughs> music video, <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's all history. Like that's uh, that was my start.
0: What a way to get introduced to YouTube! Watching Miss New Booty part apart, bubble Sparks. Oh, that's so funny. I don't know what the first YouTube video I watched was. Probably some nonsense, honestly.
1: <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, and that was, uh, shoot, that must have been 2005. So that was, I mean, it was right at the start.
0: Yeah, no, I, gosh, when did, when did YouTube even start? I, I think it was it. right
1: around, maybe 2004. 2005, Let me Google it like just a second. And Mondo's audio is out. This podcast is brought I'm to you Googling. by
0: YouTube oh damn you were right on 2005
1: yeah dude i must have got in i must have been one of the first first users
0: you were the first person to ever access youtube
1: i was like the fourth viewer of bubba Sparks's. what do you think that guy's up to i don't know is he slinging insurance
0: (laughs) no way dude he made so much money off of that um miss new booty song there's no way
1: you don't think he blew it um are you still on youtube
0: i'm I'm googling bubba sparks google I'm googling Sparks net worth. Songs he had he made another couple songs in 2013. A lot of people thought I was going to be a one hit wonder, so I had this clip of chip on my shoulder. That was one of his quotes. Uh, And they were right. You want to know his net worth? Yeah,
1: that's one of my favorite Google games. Yeah, me too. Oh, uh oh. Okay, take a guess. Can I guess? Can I guess? Take a guess. See the thing is you don't necessarily know if you can trust him because realistically it could be like 45k. Um I'm going to say Bubba Sparks Google says Bubba Sparks is worth um $300,000. Oh,
0: 800. He's still in the green. okay. He's still in the okay. green. boy Bubba. <laughs> I didn't realize what he looks like. He's kind of a goofy looking guy. <laughs> yeah he is It's fucking Bubba Sparks dude I mean 800,000 though that's That's still a good chunk of change He's in the, he's still in the green Better than I'm doing Right That song were oh the, man
1: Were the Ying Yang twins on that
0: Man I'm getting uh, after it on the Google machine today
1: I'm pretty sure the Ying Yang twins Were part of uh, Miss New Booty the, the, Dude the music video is hilarious It's like <laughs> an infomercial
0: Here let me read you the
1: lyrics Booty, 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 booty. <laughs> I can't do it. You, got, you gotta read. You gotta read them like Ben Shapiro reading WAP. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, dude, that was hilarious. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. Rocking everywhere.
0: Booty, 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 booty. Rocking everywhere. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. Rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. Rocking everywhere. I found. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. That song I, I listened to that a, a lot in like middle school cuz that came out in um, yeah.
1: probably right around that
0: same time. Yeah, 2006, so I was 12. That was definitely playing in, on my iPod on the bus to school.
1: That Soul Survivor. Um, oh yeah. I think that was the first song I ever had on, on iTunes or on my iPod. Any kind <laughs> of Eminem, <laughs>
0: dude, dude, some some
1: Lincoln Park. <laughs> no, 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 that was never me. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I got an iPod from the, from the orthodontist. We got to save up these bucks. Like, I don't know what if you were a good yeah if you were if you were a good patient or whatever they would give you some like, paper fake dollar bills, and you could <laughs> save them up. And there was an iPod Shuffle on the on the wall.
0: Oh, like uh, one of the ones that looks like like a like a thumb drive or something like that. Yeah, that's the first stick. one I had too. <laughs> no screen, just like a CD Not player, that. basically in a in a stick.
1: Exactly, and so so I get this right, and I'm pumped. And so we we go home, and my dad downloads iTunes on our family desktop computer, and he goes, "All right, what do you want to we want to put on your iPod?" And I was like, <laughs> "Look up." Go look up the song We Fly High. (laughs) 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 We fall in. (laughs) (laughs) And literally (laughs) clicks the preview and the first lyric that comes out when you know how it was only like a 30-second preview on iTunes?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He clicks it and it says something about fuck the police. (laughs) 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 Fuck the cops. We were screaming out, fuck the cops. And I'm like, And he's like, uh no.
0: That was back in the <laughs> days when um, there was parental advisories. You'd go flipping through the CDs and you couldn't buy CDs at certain ages because there was all that parental advisory stuff.
1: Yeah, or the explicit tag on iTunes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember getting uh, like a Smash Mouth CD and I was fucking juiced. Oh,
1: I'm about put, to put my phone on silent. Asked, yeah. Put that I'm damn phone on Do I'm Not Disturb. We're not having a repeat.
0: Oh, that was funny. Yeah, I, I'm actually right now I'm watching the uh, day one of the Masters for just the like warm ups and stuff and the interviews and shoot arounds and things. Dude, let me just say I am so happy that we have the Masters in the fall. I can't even tell you how like excited I am to sit down and watch the Masters. It's so depressing not being able to watch it. And uh, they usually play in what, February, right? Or no, April. April. Yeah, February. April. Um <laughs> I don't know why the, the hell it is. got to be- bloom, dude. <laughs> um, but I'm just so excited. I I really want to go at some point. I used to work with a guy up at the resort I worked at and he went to the Masters and he's like, "Dude, you got to go. Like, it's so cool." It
1: is one of the most exclusive hardest events. It I, it's probably the hardest event to sporting event to go to. Okay, you have two to things. enter a lottery.
0: <laughs> right. D- real quick, two things. One, they don't let cell phones in there. You put your cell phone in a lock box and get like a code and Love then you it. come back. So you can't take any photos. They'll take photos of you and like email them or whatever. And two, I heard a rumor that there's no wildlife. What do you mean? Like there's no squirrels and birds and shit. None. Like, i like to keep them out? I have no idea. But could you imagine if that was your job? You're the uh, like it's a squirrel hunter or something. What is it? what? Your Bill
1: Murray and Caddyshack? <laughs> oh,
0: great movie, great movie.
1: No, I would. I mean, I would love to go too, but that's. It seems like kind of a pipe dream.
0: Maybe we'll start a GoFundMe and have the audience uh, fund our trip to Augusta. Fuck that shit. I'm playing in two <laughs> years. Ooh, that would be definitely a bucket list thing. It, dude. It. There's us common folks. We're not gonna ever be able to play Augusta, but that would be fucking awesome.
1: What are you shooting there? Uh, it depends on where not we're playing. From the tips. Not from the tips.
0: So just play norm- like playing normal like I usually play whites, which is like the lesser of the hard uh for the uh, men yeah. because I like to score and try and I suck anyways, so I'd say if I'm shooting from the whites I'm still probably shooting like a one fifteen, one twenty.
1: The greens are tricky. Dude, the they're so really hard. I, I'm keeping it under a hundred. I, you know sure? I know I'm keeping it under a hundred. I know I'm keeping it under a hundred. If we're playing from the whites, yeah, dude.
0: I don't Look know, what man. What
1: doing? I'm tearing that course up. <laughs> I'm not, shooting I'm scratch not for shit, but <laughs>
0: yeah, i might go two under, you know? We'll yeah, see. I don't know. I don't know. I would have to get out there and like hit some golf balls before I would determine. But if if I'm doing it conservative, I would say anywhere from one ten to one twenty. I would be, I would be around there. If I broke a hundred, I'd be stoked. I'm like I said before. I'm about a bogey golfer on like a normal course, you know, playing halfway decent, about average, I would say I'm probably a bogey golfer. With a few mulligans. Not even then. I I don't really – I guess it depends. Like I'm not just willy-nilly like hitting a bunch of balls off the tee or um, not taking strokes for being OB or anything like that. The only time I don't take a penalty or something is if I hit the ball and I know it's in play and I just can't find like something like that. I got to just drop one close. Some gallery rules. Yeah, like, at least the course here is a shitty course, but it's great because it's dirt cheap. It's, like, nine bucks for nine holes. But there's a couple different holes where you can hit it in play, and you'll never be able to find it because there's, like, this weird grass that you can't seem to find any balls in. And then there's, like, a couple holes that run right alongside, so you could tee off and you don't see where it is exactly and someone going up the other side they can easily just pick up your ball or something like that dude that's the most annoying yeah
1: (laughs) walking up the fairway and somebody's like 200 yards out and they're looking right where you think your ball was and you're like dude that's my fucking ball that happened to me in a tournament the one tournament that i played in the second hole on on sunday a dude in the tournament played my ball (laughs) and granted i was in one of the last groups in the last flight and so it didn't really matter but they were just like yeah dude that guy definitely picked up your ball and just drop one and that was in a tournament so
0: yeah that sucks yeah. could you imagine if somebody did that at augusta in the masters
1: <laughs> ricky oh.
0: just plays the wrong ball <laughs> or you see kepka and he just like kicks bryson Shambos ball into the woods or something dude i saw it Your boy, your boy, um, what? Sandy Lyle. Yes. Him and Bryson.
1: Him and him and Bryson were playing a practice round today, and he, uh, Sandy, put out. I don't. I don't know. I saw some tweet or whatever. Some of the, the clubs that Bryson was hitting into greens. Oh my god! I
0: can't even imagine. He's hitting pitching wedge two hundred yards or some shit.
1: Well, no, but he's hitting. It was I don't know like the I think it was the first or second hole. It was like four hundred fifty yards, and he's hitting a sand wedge into it. Uh, on a par four there was a he he drove overdrove the green with a three wood on a par four <laughs> um, <laughs> dude he
0: makes no it's, sense
1: i mean he just hits the shit out of it
0: i guess we'll we won't get into golf in the in the second half of the show we'll just talk masters now so chris is referencing sandy lyle who is the biggest long shot going into the masters to win his odds right now on Tuesday at eight o'clock Pacific time are plus four hundred thousand. So one dollar is four thousand dollars if he wins. So of course, that's what I did. There's some others that are pretty crazy. Looking at this, like you can do, you can get Fred Couples for plus sixty thousand. Like I know it's obvious. There's a reason why these odds are what they are. So fair enough. But if you're telling me I can place a one dollar bet and win four thousand i'm gonna take it dude he's 62 years old <laughs> well i'm not putting it on him <laughs> but i did on sandy lyle maybe it's some magical no, happen.
1: sandy lyle is 62 years old <laughs> oh, oh yeah so you are talking about
0: fred couples against i didn't think he's that old he won the 88 masters <laughs> dude he's got it he's got it so he was what 20 when he won it no, 30, 30, 30, 30, Sorry, thirty. That was thirty years ago, thirty-two years ago. He's sixty-two. There you go.
1: Yeah, uh, your boy, you know, dude. If if Sandy puts up a good first round, Dish. Oh, I'm be gonna geased. be so happy,
0: happy, <laughs> so for you. happy. But watch, he's gonna come out and he's gonna quadruple bogey the first, and then this is all gonna no, be no, done. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: No, he he's got too much experience, and experience matters a whole lot at Augusta. And so I I did I did put a little bit of. A little bit of cheddar down on uh, Morikawa, which
0: I like him. I I like him. I like him. A him lot.
1: I like him a lot. I is really not that great of a bet because he's. I have him at plus this three hundred. first time. Yeah, no, I mean a lot of value, but it's 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 a course that from what I all I've read is really hard to play your first time. And another thing, the reason why I'm not betting Bryson after hitting on him winning the U.S. Open, I read a little nugget. And Bryson, who since the restart, has been like top ten in a uh, strokes gain putting, which I hate the way he puts, he puts like an absolute dweeb, okay, I
0: can I interject? I just despise him as a golfer. He looks weird I don't. the fact that all of his clubs are the same length, like he's just annoying i It's awesome that he hits the shit out of the ball, but I'm sorry I cannot like someone with that stupid, goofy painter's hat
1: to each his own. I'm not going to criticize the man's style. I I, I know a lot of people don't like him. I know he's had a couple bitch moments where he's freaked out about Ali for, um, you know, he takes a long time. And he's he, yeah, sucking yeah. the cameraman or getting in front of the cameraman and stuff like that. <laughs> but um,
0: <laughs> He's just kind of a goofy bastard, honestly.
1: He is goofy, but I, 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 I like watching him. I like watching him. I hate the way he putts, though. I cannot it's stand the way that guy puts.
0: I'm imitating it right now. All like straight armed and awkward. And I don't know. Like, I, I got nothing, no, no real like beef with him. I just don't really like his style. I don't really like, like, I don't know. I just don't really like him. I think also it goes along with I like Brooks Kepka a lot. I like how he plays. Oh, I like
1: Brooks. He's a, Brooks. I, yeah. He's a
0: beast. I and, like and him and, and DeShambo have that beef. So I kind of tend to side with, brooks kepka and just like yeah i don't really like that guy you know what i mean
1: no i gotcha i gotcha brooks i mean brooks is cool brooks is the guy that it's like you'd love to go out and drink a couple beers and play play 18 with him and yeah he just seems like a fun guy to be around bryson would probably be kind of <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure honestly he's probably pretty cool to be around too oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, i don't know what i was just, getting at though yeah sorry this nugget that i read bryson has been a really good putter since the restart but he re- relies heavily on his uh, greens books, obviously. I mean, this guy's all about you know his data and all that stuff. Yeah. He um, relies super heavy on those, and I just read earlier this week that uh, they don't allow those at Augusta.
0: Really? So, I didn't know that.
1: Me neither. And so that's why it's really hard, because the greens are super tricky there, and um, they don't allow those. It's really, really hard. To win it your first time playing there especially because they don't just let guys go out and play you know you can't just like pull up to to the course and you know they don't care who you are like if you're not a member there you can't just go out and play so these guys only get to play there you know the one week out of the year and if you don't know I mean you only get a few practice rounds so it makes it kind of tricky it makes so, me not really love my Morikawa bet because he hasn't ever played there but mm-hmm. I, I just like the way that guy plays the game and he's fun uh, to watch he, he won earlier this year and I'm taking a flyer on him, but.
0: that He so. won that, uh, oh, I don't know if it was a BMW or not, but he ended up driving that par four and hit just that wicked shot where he, like, hooked it, right? That's what you're referencing?
1: Yeah, it was the, um, shoot, we're really exposing ourselves. There's not much golf guys here, but uh, it, I was think it was a major. I think it, it was. It was not the U.S. Open. It wasn't the Open Championship. Maybe it was, uh, what's the fourth one?
0: I don't remember. But anyways, like I hear you. I like how he plays. I like him a lot. Um my, what I have right now, I haven't made anything cuz I want to see how the practice rounds go tomorrow. So the only bet I put in was Sandy cuz that was funny and I don't think his odds are going to go any higher than 400,000. Um I have him at 500,000, so I'm just saying. Oh shit. <laughs> uh so right now what I have queued up is uh john rom because i really like john rom webb simpson uh
1: john rom can we talk about john rom did you see his goddamn shot today
0: yeah that was fucking super cool skipped it off the pond <laughs> I... on a par three and then <laughs> swung it all the way around the green and hole in one
1: i mean that's gotta be the best golf shot of all
0: time i would think so i don't know what else would be on his birthday no less <laughs> i would say tiger hitting that ball off the deck um, with his driver on that par five, but he didn't make it. John Rom sunk that
1: off the water.
0: <laughs> Get, have you ever tried that, by the way, to hit like a skipper?
1: Um, only when I worked at a golf course and the little pond was frozen, and we would just like skip them off the pond because it makes this like laser beam noise. It's really cool.
0: Oh, uh, please imitate it. Uh, Come on. Fuck.
1: Do, 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 do. <laughs>
0: i only ask Something you like that, that because of the nascar one because that made me laugh <laughs> so hard <laughs> 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 uh, okay well actually let's take a brief pause here because wait. wait, wait, wait. what no, about what about your nascar hey i was that's what i was gonna say because i want to talk a little nascar because i won dude <laughs> Um, what are we
1: pausing for? Celebrate, pop a bottle.
0: No, I'm not. I, I didn't. I just meant a pause from the Masters talk and do oh, NASCAR. Okay. So I had, for those who are just joining us, I had Chase Elliott before the quarantine started and everything got canceled or moved back. I had Chase Elliott to win the NASCAR Cup at plus 1,000. And I put it that bet in in February of 2020. <laughs> And it finally paid off on Sunday, and I watched uh, stages two, three, and four. Dude, first of all, I didn't realize he's only twenty-four, and second of all, his dad won a cup title as well back in the eighties, and there only there's only been two other families that have a father-son to win, and that he's only twenty-four. Like, I'm gonna be riding that. Um, him winning. This is gonna... his
1: Dad Bill Elliott.
0: Yeah, awesome, awesome, Bill from Dawsonville. <laughs> Dude, uh. Bill Elliott
1: had a video game. He had a. I think it was on either NES or Super Nintendo. Really? He had Bill Elliott's like na McDonald's NASCAR. I guess that makes like that.
0: sense. If he won the the Cup in '88, then that makes sense.
1: And it was a sick game.
0: Hell yeah! I used to always get so frustrated in those. I think I mentioned it before i just get so annoyed, and then I'd start driving backwards, just running into people. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> catching them all on fire. Yeah, we've all been there.
0: But, yeah, hitting that. Man, he won by almost four seconds. Like, he was down after the final pit. He was down, like, a second and a half, and he made it up so quickly. And then there was no hope of um, the guys behind him catching up. He just ran away with it.
1: Did he have to win it to win it all?
0: I Yeah, so when i was looking at everything um like reevaluating it look it that's what i had gathered and he would have there would have had to been some more crazy shit to happen cuz he actually won the race before that one too so he went back to back to take the title if he wouldn't have won the one before he wouldn't have he would have had to get some help from the other drivers and get like first place and have somebody else not get second like fall farther behind so he came in and clutched it up two straight races to win that.
1: That's pretty sweet. Well, and so how does it work? Cuz I know that I well, no, I don't know. But from what I've gathered, they only have like eight people make the championship, right?
0: Uh, so bear in mind Do they have I don't L43 really know racing. Yeah, so there's <clears throat> it's a full race um going on. So it started out I believe at 16. And then it gets cut to eight, and then the final four. And the final four run a but couple races. But it's not races. just four guys racing. No, there's a whole field. Um, that would be <clears> kind <throat> of funny if it was just four of them. I was thinking the same thing. It would look weird, and that just, I don't know, there there would be something off about that track being like so sparse with drivers. But, um, yeah, it, I'm not really sure exactly how the playoffs work. It's a point system, and then you make it if you have a certain meet, like, top 16 or whatever and then it goes from there but it was dude it was fun to watch i i don't know if i'm gonna say i'm a fan of nascar but i was for a little while just because of that but
1: um what's the cup called now it's not the next cup that's what i that's when i stopped watching it's
0: nascar cup series but what's the i guess what's the sponsor i don't fucking know the cup series I i don't know
1: well, it used to be like the the Nextel Cup, and remember that? It's like when when Tostitos gave up the Fiesta Bowl. It's like, all right, I'm fucking out. <laughs> uh,
0: the Why Bowl. is Tostitos
1: not the the sponsor for the Fiesta Bowl?
0: I don't know. PlayStation
1: Fiesta Bowl? doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> no, but whatever, dude.
1: Anyway, um, speaking of college football, a couple. I think it was probably the day after we uh, we recorded last week. Huskies canceled. Yep. Well, Cal canceled, which made the Huskies cancel. And gotta say, I mean, yeah, I was bummed, but I feel kind of validated in the sense that I haven't, for anybody that, I think we've kind of gone over this maybe in the first or second episode. For my entire life, I've been way more of a college football fan than an NFL fan. Um I always watch the Hawks and follow the NFL, but college football's been pretty much my number one sport forever. And this year has kind of flipped it on its head. Mostly because during the spring and summer there was just nothing to even keep up with and so i kind of just didn't think about it and now the season's kind of fucked um the most games the huskies (laughs) can play is five through no fault of their own cal had one player test positive and then they quarantined their entire position group and they were like well we can't play now because their d line or whatever was out and yeah, so we missed a game. I'm supposed to play Oregon State this week. We'll see if that happens. I just I don't have any sort of faith in the games being played. If they get played, they get played. If they don't, they don't. It's it kind of sucks, man. Um, shout out to the Pac- twelve for totally
0: f- botching the entire season. Just <laughs> dude.
1: absolutely botching it, dude. They, they fucking. Wait, wait, wait. The Big Ten makes a decision. They didn't, basically, they didn't want to be the ones to make the decision that they were going to cancel it, but we all knew that they were going to because it's the Pac-12. And then the Big 12 says, all right, we're not going to play. So the Pac-12 is like, neither are we. <laughs> and then the Big Ten is like, um, actually, we're going to. And so then the Pac-12 just trips on their dicks, trips on their dicks, finally gets it in gear. They start later than everybody else. They give themselves no room for wiggle room. They have no bye weeks. And they're starting in November, so you have no margin for error here. Basically, everybody has to be perfect. Um, their whole thing is based on wherever you're located, like the rules for wherever the school is. So, like, Cal's rules are different than Washington's rules. that, that are different than Oregon's rules and USC. Like, everybody has different rules. And they waited so long that they're starting in the middle of what appears to be or is said to be the second wave like the the biggest spikes or whatever you want i don't know I, I try not to keep up with covid talk because i just can't do it but they find they wait so long out of a, an abundance of caution that they start in the worst possible time you could have started it's like what are we doing here but i expect nothing less i expect nothing less in the pack 12 they're <laughs>
0: oh, I I, i'm in the I same in the same boat with you um to me they should have started when everybody else started or just not had a season. This five, six, seven game season is so dumb. Um, God, I just feel bad for all the kids that have to waste eligibility with that. I like, really hope that they they're give them... Him... No, they're not. Okay, they're not. I hope they give them extra because that's some BS if they get... It's, a,
1: it's basically an untimed down for the entire year. Nobody okay. cares.
0: So, also, with that said, you're right, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense to... Have a five or seven game season. The ducks played this week. Uh they did good. They beat Stanford. That's yeah, cool. always Nobody been a, a hell of a hurdle. I let you talk huskies. You can let me talk ducks a little bit. Uh I had nothing to talk about the Huskies. They didn't even play. You just complained, but that's not my problem. <laughs> well So I watched. See, and that's I, kind
1: of that's kind of the nice thing about no, the huskies no. no, that, no, I no. Is that I don't
0: complain. It just it's my turn, damn it.
1: So, <laughs> if the Huskies were playing, I'd be bitching on this podcast every single week. Believe me.
0: Uh, so, the Ducks look good. Finally, dude, Stanford is always the kryptonite for the Ducks. They look good. Uh, new quarterback, eh, didn't have to do a whole lot. Stanford, they're a field goal kicker. I don't know if you saw it, but he missed four fucking field goals. <laughs> and I saw uh, the last
1: one that he missed. So I was Mostly watching the Clemson-Notre
0: Dame. Yes, that was a hell of a game. I was switching back and forth. That that kicker i i i always tend to feel bad for them with when that shit happens because there's something that goes on where like they miss one and they miss two and they progressively get worse and then you just know every time they trot out there they're gonna fucking shank it and when it's these kids in college like i just feel bad honestly like it's sad college kickers man (laughs) <laughs> Alejandro Maldonado, dude, that guy will haunt me forever. That was a ducks kicker back in like 2010 to 13. And he was like Didn't a play co- against Stanford. Yes. He was a career, like 50% kicker. And that was back in the day with chip Kelly, where they just fucking went for it on fourth all the time. So he was like two for eight every year on kicks. Wasn't he really small? Yeah, but he, I don't know. He was frustrating. Um. Anyways, that concludes my Ducks talk. I'll probably have more down the road. Fuck the Pac-12. They suck. That Clemson-Notre Dame game, dude, that pissed me off. Um, two things. One, don't tr- I don't trust Notre Dame for anything. Two, this Clemson quarterback might be the second best quarterback in college football.
1: DJ Ukulele?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't even gonna try to pronounce it because he's got a wild last name. But he has a fucking just cannon. He
1: has a cannon, dude. Holy shit! Yeah, he's sick. He's from the West Coast. Clemson's been poaching guys from the West Coast for a while now, about three, four years now. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it kind of sucks. Um, so they have Joe Joe Nagata too, who his brother played on on UW. Uh, we thought we were gonna get him. And he looks like Julio Jones.
0: Um, (laughs) Right? Oh, my God. Oh, Uh, the thing with Clemson, like, for so long, you didn't trust them for anything. They would always seem to choke the big game. Now that they've started. There was literally
1: a term called Clemsoning.
0: Yes. Now that they've started to figure it out, now it's like. Well, you know what I mean? In the grand scheme of Clemson football history, like. So many years of where we're the team that can't seem to finish um, and win or whatever. And now they're just like so dominant. But yeah, dude, that so that Clemson quarterback, ukulele, as you call him, his dad, I guess, is like a really well-known like bodyguard. And they kept showing him in the stands. The dude is a monster.
1: Is he really? See, the the tricky thing was that with that is i was bowling on saturday so i was kind of i the game was up there (laughs) okay what'd you shoot (laughs) why is that so funny well okay well it's not fair because we went
0: to the bad lane our our home lanes whoa 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 time out time out time out time out i have questions you went to the bad lane like you have a specific lane at a bowling alley that you like no no we went to the bad alley okay so you went to a bad bowling alley um yeah, two there's, use- there's
1: two in the area one of them we go to all the time and it's like pretty run down they still have uh <laughs> the funniest part they have on the sides of the very ends they have advertisements for motorola 3g phones <laughs> hell yeah that sounds but, awesome but dude their lanes are nice like they have well i don't have my own bowling ball I was, that one. was
0: my next question was, do you have a bowling ball? And do you have one of those no. goofy
1: wrist guards? No, n- and no. I don't have my own bowling ball, and I don't have a wrist guard. Do you have it. a bowling shirt? Yeah. Well, I wear a shirt.
0: <laughs> I would hope so. You're not going shirtless to the bowling alley.
1: No, I don't have a dedicated bowling shirt with my name on the back. But this place that we usually go to, there's a guy that always does, and he's always there. Um <laughs> I've seen him, dude. I've seen him in the bar. He's playing pool and he's got his fucking Denny's PBA shirt on, and <laughs> it's got his name on the back. And it's like, all fuck right, bro, yeah. What, what are we doing here? But no, we went to the bad lanes. I I rolled a one forty five. I think that's
0: all right. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, it's okay. <laughs> this this place sucks though, dude. Because they only have house balls, and the lanes are just like oiled to hell. So you can't spin anything. And oh, that's, that's like that's how I bowl. Like I, yeah. I only put two fingers in. <laughs> I don't put my thumb in, I can't figure it out. Um, I can't it, throw it straight, I, I so know.
0: I resort to spin. I cannot throw it straight Pretty to much. save my life. But
1: it works. It works. And and when you spin it, you can you get two chances at a strike. You
0: can either hit the front
1: side <laughs> or the back side. If you I thought i miss, you
0: miss. I thought you meant you're like you either you get a strike or it's a gutter ball. That's what you're only to. <laughs> so then no. you get a second go cuz all the pins are still there. Strike. No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, bowling is fun. No. It's very frustrating though. I I always get to that point where I'll knock down nine. Um <laughs> And then I cannot throw the fucking ball straight. Like, I, am, I miss by, like, two or three bowling balls. It's so bad. Sounds like you suck. I'm not the best bowler. I'll, I'll either bowl an 80 or, a, like, a 180.
1: See, the weird thing with me is I bowl right-handed.
0: You're so strange with your whole handedness. Please, please give a rundown of some of the things you do left-handed and right-handed.
1: Okay. Left-handed um i throw i swing and uh well we'll leave it at that um right (laughs) right right-handed i eat i write i kick i throw darts so like a baseball i would throw left-handed a football i throw left-handed a dart i would throw right-handed doesn't Um, make any sense i I roll right-handed did i say kick i kick right footed yeah
0: (laughs) it doesn't make any sense (laughs) it doesn't make any sense
1: don't you shoot um, a basketball
0: right-handed or are you lefty handed? Yep, yep, yep. See, that's yep, the one righty. that throws me off because for us... Dude, and I can't make a left-handed layup to save my goddamn right. life. For me, uh, the way I think about it is like from pitching and baseball, throwing, I had so much more touch with my left hand. So the idea of shooting a basketball where you need even more touch with my right hand is just helpless.
1: We'll see, but that's the thing. If I need touch, I use my right hand. That's why like I can write. I can write pretty well. Well, very well. I, exceptionally well. I've been doing it my whole life. I can write pretty well right handed. Um I eat, I don't miss my mouth, right handed.
0: Let the record show Chris but, Brown is literate. <laughs> I, I can
1: write. Um
0: <laughs> read and write. But <laughs> both with his right but hand. It's,
1: but still so, so okay, so going back to golf, I got these um they're called super speed sticks. Uh they have like weighted ends at the bottom two of them are underweight one of them's overweight basically it's just to help you build like swing speed stuff like that and they have like a whole set of drills that you do like a program that you follow with them well you swing them your dominant hand and then you swing them opposite hand and i kind of want to teach myself how to play golf right-handed just because i think it would be pretty badass to like be playing <laughs> playing hitter. around you know with your buddies or whatever and then be like yo let's Give me, give me like two to one odds on this hole. I'll play you right-handed. And then I fucking beat him. <laughs> so you're right? trying to hustle? And so, yeah, I'm trying to hustle. I'm always trying to hustle. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but I go and I swing these sticks and it's just, it's very awkward to me to try and like generate any sort of power swinging right-handed, like to to coordinate my lower half. But when I'm bowling, it doesn't matter. Like I can do it. It's, it's very strange. It makes no sense.
0: Yeah. You if anything, bowling any should sense. be left-handed. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make, it, like, your whole thing doesn't make any sense. I'm also a left-hander, so we have a double left-handed person podcast. Um, if you were to, re- and that kind of explains a lot right there. <laughs> That's why we're so. If you we're so
1: snowboard, which foot would be forward? Left foot. Is that goofy or is that normal? It's regular. Okay, so you're flipped for, because you're everything left-hand, right?
0: Uh yeah, except for uh, except for using a mouse and doing the unmentionable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm flipped. So I'm flipped, man. Uh, yeah, I, yeah,
0: I. was waiting for you to ask me that. And it was like, oh shit, do I actually have to say this or do I? No, I wasn't can? gonna
1: ask you which hand you jerk <laughs> off with. I don't give a fuck.
0: Yeah, but those those I mean, I are literally. It, but I don't. <laughs> those are literally the only two things that. Well, let me think. I mean, I guess I drive with my right foot, but that doesn't really count because you kind of have to. No. Uh, when, yeah. Yes. A funny story. When I was learning how to drive, I was in the Target parking lot with my mom, and she's like, "What foot are you using?" I was like, "My left foot. My right foot can't do anything." She's like, "What?" So I was driving for the first few days with my left foot because that was, was your all, right. That was all I knew. What my right foot is. Broken. My right arm it sucks. So I do everything with my left hand because it's the only thing that works. And my right foot. that that's weirder than me. No, it's not. It's more uniform. How many right-handed people do you know do things with their left hand?
1: Well, see, but I can do things with both. I'm not ambidextrous, and that's what drives me nuts. Is when people call me ambidextrous, I'm not.
0: Yeah, you're not because amphibious. Because if you trying to
1: see me right left-handed, no, can't do it, and I can't. I'm amphibious. No. <laughs> I can swim, but I can't <laughs> breathe underwater with my left or my right hand.
0: All right. I think that is going to conclude this. We'll be right back that, with,
1: <laughs> with the football, clear and up?
0: football picks and everything else. Oh, gosh. All right. Welcome back to the bullpen um, Chris last week we had an interesting week uh, your record was oh oh gotta flip my sheet over two and three two and
1: 13.
0: you were two and three last week. you are 24 and 16 going into this week. I went four and one last week brings me to 23 and 17. Game one that we had last week was San Francisco. Or Green Bay at San Francisco. Green Bay minus seven and a half.
1: That one was a chip shot. Um, I didn't watch. Well, actually, that's not true. I watched maybe a couple of minutes of the late third quarter. And then, I don't know, I got home midway through the third quarter, watched a little bit of it, realized it was a blowout, was happy with my win, but uh, didn't really see any point. Other than I did I did notice the fact that uh, – when I, when I turned it on, the Packers had gotten the ball, and they took Rodgers out because they were up by fucking 75 points, and Jordan Love was nowhere to be seen. Yep. What's he's, going on there?
0: He's third string. We've got fucking Boyle as our backup. They're doing the Does same. Does he even suit up? You know, I don't I don't know. Um, It's been Boyle every time coming into games, and then blowouts they've been in. So I don't know what they're doing with Love um I think he's kind of just doing the same thing that Rodgers did where he learned for so however long and then um then he'll start suiting next year or the year after I suppose I don't really know what they're doing it's stupid I'm still so bitter about the whole draft pick using it on him anyways so I don't really care um but yeah that one so seven and a half i I don't know why but i decided it would be a good idea to tease this and i teased it down to packers one my minus one and a half and the over to 35 and a half i don't know why i did that the teasers
1: yeah i love the teasers
0: yeah i'm really on the teasers i i really like them for the specific games um i'm moving away from taking a bunch of games and doing like a four three or four team teaser and moving just to one and doing the overs or the unders and then the points um i feel like i have a lot of success doing that especially that spread from seven and a half to about 10 nine and a half is so nice to tease down and then it's the same with the other side of it taking a six and a half up to 12 and a half is really nice too because those ones where you go and take more points are awesome because if you're that team you tease the underdog and they score first just seems like you're always sitting pretty like for example this week I had a teaser with uh the last part of it was Pittsburgh and I teased it down to eight I don't know why I was feeling just like, fuck it, they're going to kick their ass anyways. Let me add this in as just sort of like a little more like pick me up. And sure enough, they won by seven. Um, it was just, it, it was frustrating, but also at the same time, those, the teasers can be tricky. You really got to use them in the frame of mind of like you're taking it under a field goal or over a field goal, depending on if you're taking the points. going against the points or you got to do the same with touchdowns because that seems to be the most effective like I took that teaser and the Steelers were eight we're just still over touchdowns so it didn't really do me any good really like yeah I was less than 14 and a half but at the same time it still wasn't really like what you want to do in a teaser I'm still figuring it out but I do dude long story long I do really, really like the teasers they're they're fun, and it's a pretty good payout I mean you usually I do six point teasers, so it's a payout of minus one twenty, so bet ten win eight um but there's there's certain portions where it's it's just like it seems like such a gimme, you know,
1: yeah, I hear you I think you just gotta look for the right numbers, like anything like three and a half um three, seven and a half, stuff like that, where you're jumping across multiple common end scores, I guess, or spreads, I guess, where, you know, you can go from, say a team's a, a three and a half point favorite. Well, you can take them down to, fuck, I can't do math. I've drank too much wine. Um, <laughs>
0: it would be to three or two and be a half.
1: Yeah, two and a half, okay. You're well, flipping no. the,
0: you're taking... What sorry? What did you say? Dude, you said I am. I'm
1: a lot better at math than this. What the fuck? Three and a what half minus six is.
0: Come on now, three <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if it was plus three, <laughs> if it was minus three, be, yeah, 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 you yeah, get yeah, it to yeah, plus yeah, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the half was really so stuck three in and a half. If you're minus three and a half, tease at six yes, minus two and a two half. half or plus yes. two and a half. Sorry, folks. I'm good at math. Don't. <laughs> Don't judge me. It's ten Shit. o'clock, and I I work in I work a in a bottle of wine deep.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. No, you got to look for numbers like that where you're taking them across multiple different like common scoring lines. That seven and a half is a good one where you get a touchdown, you get a field goal, and anything in between there. Um, lines like that are are good ones to tease across. I don't know, fourteen and a half teasing down like huge favorites. It's kind it's of a not, tricky game because it's if it not ends good. up being close. It's like Dude, that Pittsburgh game. Let me just get this off the top. I was horrible this week. My picks for the dude. If I just played my picks for that we do, I'd be up a whole lot more money than I am now because, well, I'm down money because I have no discipline and I just (laughs) bet stupid shit
0: and get my ass kicked for it. Yeah. (laughs) Um. uh, I know you had a tough week. I know you had a tough week, but there's always tomorrow and. Like we were talking about earlier in during the weekend, you've hit depression. So now you're moving to acceptance, and now your picks are gonna be good. If we're gonna continue along that witchcraft, or sorry, not witchcraft, but the five phases of the grief. grief. <laughs> yes, I,
1: I, I'm, I'm bathing
0: in grief. Bathing, <laughs> bathing in grief. Bathing.
1: Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm pulling bathing up grief. Pulling up my. <laughs>
0: pulling up my uh my uh weekend results because i had a good parlay actually that i hit and then i already talked about you
1: hit nascar you hit your teasers you hit your parlay (sighs) you hit them all and you went four and one in picks
0: i just this guy's on fire i had a good week man i did it's not gonna happen all the time okay so here's what i had for sunday at least So I had Baltimore, um, minus one, that one I won. That was a good one. That was a good, a better game than the score showed. It was, it ended up being a two score game, but that shit was close almost all the way through. Um, and then I had Houston minus seven. And let me tell you, this one was especially annoying. Houston was winning and it was a backdoor cover. First of all, second of all, if, if, uh, Jacksonville hits that, um, Two point conversion, it doesn't mean shit for me because it's seven and they never kicked the extra point in overtime, anyways. So as soon as they scored the touchdown, I was like, "This is fucking ridiculous." Um, the parlay I hit, I had Vegas minus one and a half, and that one was pretty easy. Kind of, it was a another good game. Vegas ended up winning. Easy, by...
1: that one came down to the very that came down of the wire.
0: What am I thinking of then? I had the wrong game. What am I thinking? Vegas. Oh yeah, you no, you're right. You're right. That that was a very sketchy one. <laughs> but they were up. They were up, though. In fairness, like uh fifteen, and then uh, the Chargers scored and it got close. But the the other two I had was Minnesota minus three and a half. That's the one that was easy. And then the total points in Seahawks Buffalo, like I had mentioned last week, was at. 56 when I took it and the ha- the final score in that one ended up being 44-34, so 78. Um, do you want to talk about the Seahawks? <laughs> no. Okay, so the Seahawks suck. They can't play defense. Chris said they were going to be the best defense, and that was the most points no, they no, given no. up.
1: actually I do want to. Hang on, hang
0: on, hang on. Let me make my point. Uh, Chris had mentioned that the Seahawks were going to be a top half defense for the rest of the season, or ending the season, starting last week. And they proceeded to give up the most points that Pete Carroll has given up since he's been the Seahawks coach.
1: I said, I did say that, and I may <laughs> back away. I, I may may fall off of that take, but because they're on pace to give up, like, be the worst defense of all time, literally. <laughs> but that being said, my my grand point, what I was really thinking was, they're going to peak at the right time. And going into the playoffs, people are going to think the Seahawks have a really bad defense, which they do, but they do right now. This was the first game back for Adams. He looked horrible, like lost, completely lost. He, he's a good blitzer. He's basically just a pass rusher at this point. He, if he's in coverage in open space, he's, he did not look good. Um, what happened frankly, to Frankly, the entire secondary.
0: What happened? He had a to him? Injury. I don't mean injury. that. I mean he was awesome on the Jets and he looked really fucking good against for the first few weeks he was playing. Something happened because he still he looked good in coverage in the beginning of the season and I I understand it's his first game back so you got I feel like you got to caught him a little bit of slack, but my god, it was just weird. He just he didn't he didn't have it. I don't know. I think it was just rusty, I guess, but it, it's, I don't know. Yeah,
1: it's weird. It's, he, I don't know. It's almost like he tries to freelance everything and he kind of has free reign to just do whatever he wants. And he, I don't know. There was one play in particular where he was covering a guy in the slot and the guy just hit a little like quick, kind of like, uh, what do they even call it? Like a whip route. Where they kind of like jab in and then he cuts back out. And mm-hmm. he was just, he looked like me covering it. Where he's just like, oh, that guy's going the other direction and I'm still over here. Um, just no sort of, I don't know, technique, agility, anything. It was bad. Um, but I mean, his first game back, it was Dunlap's first game. Dunlap made a uh-huh. pretty, I mean, we had like six or seven sacks. They they got after, I mean, they blitzed the fuck out of him. But they got after Allen, but the the secondary was just atrocious, Dunbar's hurt, flowers was are probably our best secondary player, and he has been my whipping boy all year, so I um, don't know, but my like I was saying, my grand point is they're gonna come together late and sneak up on people in the sense that they're gonna be better than people expect going to the playoffs they the narrative's gonna be that Seattle has just a piss poor defense, but they're gonna they're gonna round it out, they're gonna get it figured out, they're bad now. But by the end of the season, I think they gel and are decent, maybe, hopefully. I fucking hope.
0: I don't know. So you're holding to it that they're going to be a top-half defense at the end of the year? Statistically, probably not. I think we've
1: uh, we've gone past that point. The, the first eight games have been so bad that I don't know if you can really recover from that. But I think by the end of the season, if you were to power rank the defenses by the end of the season... Objectively, like week seventeen, they're gonna be better than sixteen teams,
0: fair enough. um I don't know how you measure that that seems very like objective <laughs> but subjective. at the same subjective sorry, uh but at the same time, I hear you, I think they got some pieces, but I just keep coming back to the point of Russell Wilson cannot make any mistakes or else they lose, and it seems to be that way every single week,
1: yeah, pretty much.
0: That's a lot of pressure Pretty to have on much. him. Uh, even though I know that's probably the one of a handful of quarterbacks that you can actually put that much pressure on. He's fine. But it's still sketchy because they did not look good in that game. I and mean, Yeah, the offense is the offense. They're awesome. Everybody knows that the, that offense is great. But, my God, like, the Bills just lit that defense up. I just, there was just – no real doubt in that. I guess not really that they were going to win because you know that the Seahawks can come back, but them covering at um 3 what we had was seemed seemed pretty legit like you knew if they were going to lose it was going to be close, so you probably want the points there, but even with that said, I don't know about the Seahawks. I I hear you. They're good. I I think they'll be a, they're they're definitely one of those playoff teams where you're gonna go into that game and you don't wanna fucking play them in the playoffs. <laughs> like they're gonna play you tight, they're gonna play you hard, they're gonna score a fuck ton of points, and you gotta be your offense has to be spot on all game. And the minute you screw up, like that defense is not shitty in, uh, enough to where they're gonna like really screw over the offense if they get a couple picks or whatever, it's gonna be hard to beat them.
1: Well, the thing is we had four turnovers. And still only lost that game by... I mean, mean, we were in it in the fourth quarter. Yep. Yeah, it was 10 10 points. I mean, it didn't feel that close. But that's that's kind of the annoying thing is that... Annoying in a weird way where the Seahawks never really feel like they're out of a game. Since Russell's been the quarterback, I think there's maybe been a couple games. Like this one, this last Sunday, was one of the, the worst, but... There was there was a game a couple of years ago against the Rams where we lost like 42 to seven or something that was really the only blowout that we've had um, with Russell there's been some games where we've you know not played well and, and lost by a good chunk of points but for the longest time I mean we hadn't lost by seven and I think it was like a four or five year stretch by more than seven and so this Sunday it's it, you you just always kind of end up getting this feeling like okay when are they gonna kick it in gear because they have slow starts. They're especially last year, they were just notorious for that. Right? Where they fall down and then they kind of make some things happen and score a couple points and now all of a sudden it's a three point game and Russell's got the ball with two minutes left. What has he got? And so you were kinda waiting for that and we just we turned the ball over four times. That was pretty much the the end of that. Uncharacteristic for Russell. I mean, two picks, two fumbles. Yeah, you don't see that mm-hmm. from him. Um but to turn it over four times and to look that bad and only lose by 10 on the road it sucked. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was it was not a fun game to watch by any means, especially when I'm losing every other bet that I'm watching, but yeah. It's uh I don't know. They'll be fine. <laughs>
0: um Baltimore Indy ended up being 24-10. That was a good game though throughout. I watched the majority of that one. Um because i had it in that parlay but dude philip rivers is so weird just watching him it he's so good and he's so bad sometimes he makes these weird decisions and i just like don't understand but man lamar jackson dude i ain't keep harping on it because he is fucking awesome there is a couple different plays that he had in that game. And literally, I don't know if there might be five other people in the entire NFL that can do the things that he does from like a running standpoint, making people miss, doing like these crazy fast spin moves off of tackles and shit. It's, it's crazy to watch him play and think that he's a quarterback because he doesn't look like a quarterback and then he steps back to throw and he has a fucking cannon i just i don't i'm gonna keep riding betting them just because of him and every one of these teams that he plays that you look at them record wise and potential and if it's not a top five team you got a good chance that he's gonna fucking do something and they're gonna win that game their defense is good the run game is good he can still throw the ball. He just doesn't have to.
1: Yeah, anytime the, anytime the Ravens are playing a team that are, that's like at a talent disadvantage against them, hammer them. Like yeah. if, they're,
0: if they're a decent favorite, hammer them. 100%. If it's gonna, less than they a touchdown, blow teams out that are worse no than. chance. Yeah, seriously. If it's less than a touchdown, you got to hit it. Because these games, it was the same with this one. They were only winning or close in that game for the majority of it and then indy made a couple turnovers here and there and sure enough they ended up winning by 14 and that fucking defense dude that defense is awesome their run game i i don't think that it's quite as good as it was last year for whatever reason but at the same time with everything else that they got going on they can kind of slack i guess a little bit in the run game and it's fine i just I don't know, dude. That that team is fucking ridiculous. Watching them, they're just they're so fun to watch. I don't know. It's my it's one of my it's my favorite team to watch, playing other than the Packers. Yeah, no,
1: they're definitely they're definitely entertaining. Yeah, that was the one bet that I won on Sunday. I actually we had them when we were talking on on last Wednesday. It was Ravens minus one and a half. Um, That line actually shifted all the way to Colts minus one, and. I got in, I I think I just took Raven's money line um, maybe 20 minutes before the game started, and that was the one bet that I won all weekend. But, uh, yeah, that was, I guess that was nice. Um, It was during the (laughs) Hawks, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of it,
0: but it was like, hey, there, yeah, we got one. I hear you. It's hard when you're having such a bad week, but that one was money. And then just looking at this week, let me pull it up for for the uh, for Baltimore Um, Masters, no well the worst part is that I just kept
1: chasing it like (laughs) I was just like, I mean I had a bad week the week before Mm -hmm. and then it was I was off to a bad, bad start with the early games and the Hawks just looked like shit and so I was like alright, well Pittsburgh's obviously going to blow out the Cowboys. No. Yep. Um, bet the Chargers because I was like, well, at least I'll just play my picks from the show. Um, that didn't work. Uh, Chase on Sunday night, that didn't work. Chase on Monday night, that didn't work. Um, luckily, I didn't bet, bet any maxion today because... Uh, oh, I didn't even
0: think about that. Shit. I should have been on that. Just uh, So for next week, you got Baltimore minus 7.5 against New England. Uh, Over under 43.5. This is going to be a teaser for me. Take Baltimore down. Take the over down. Now I'm second guessing because I could take the under up to 49.5. That's seven touchdowns. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with that one, but that's a very juicy teaser at seven and a half. And the odds are minus one Oh five for Baltimore. So we could see that line go down to seven. If it goes down to six and a half, I'm definitely going to be taking Baltimore and heavy. That's a good team, dude. I, I can't honestly, after this last week, I really thought that line was going to be significantly higher. I get that it's in Foxborough, but Baltimore, they the Colts are good. I think pretty much everybody considers them a good team. They beat them pretty well. 14 points is not really necessarily what that game looked like, but New England, I mean, they were dog shit against a dog shit Jets team. They had to win on a game-winning field goal. So I, I'm, I think I'm going to be heavy on Baltimore on that one. Uh, it's definitely one I like, especially to tease those points under a touchdown and then to take the un- the over down or the under up, I probably will take the over down just because I don't really like betting unders. <laughs> yeah, unders are weird. I'm just throwing darts at this point and yep. hoping I hit something. Some of the other games we had, we had Vegas um, at LA. That was a pretty good game. We talked about that one briefly. Uh, the only other one was Miami-Arizona. Both of us had Arizona. That was disappointing. I think it's safe to say Miami, they turned that shit around. They were last, legit. Dude, last year in the first four games, five games, people were saying this was a historically terrible team, and they're going to definitely compete with the Bills for that division title.
1: Well, and especially the fact that they just uh, approved. a. I don't know. I didn't read too much into it, but potentially it's just so weird that they're changing what the playoffs could be midseason. Yeah, I saw 16 that. Sixteen teams for the playoffs. It, did you Dolphins read? be in that.
0: Did you read into that a little bit? No, not at all. I saw a headline. That was so, bad. the thing with it is, from, and it was from ESPN, was if there's any like significant games missed, then they're gonna make it sixteen teams. But okay, that's the, what I thought. That's what I thought that I had read, but I, like I said, I didn't read into it. So. It's
1: fourteen for now, but sixteen if they start to start canceling games and stuff like that. Well,
0: well, define a, a significant game for me because significant means a good two good teams playing. But what if significant means determining the winner of the fucking um, I'm blanking on the what division they're in. The Washington. And NFC East. NFC East. Yes, thank you. Uh, think about that. Is that considered significant? Because to me, no, but to everybody representing that division and conference, yes. So I would assume that that just means any sort of playoff
1: implications. If things get weird, and a team is going to miss because
0: they missed a game, I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah, because c- that's that's up for interpretation if you're saying a significant game because you you ask any like seahawks fan 49ers games those are insignificant unless they're playing the seahawks and and so on for all the teams so i don't really have have some sort of strict like written out this is if this then that i don't know though that's a weird kind of gray area that they're leaving themselves with um Anyways, I guess we'll end there and move into fucking. Well, gosh, I can't believe it's week 10 already, but we'll move into week 10 picks. Um, going through the records, uh, I am 23 and 17. Chris, you're 24 and 16. I closed that gap. Um, yeah. Big, big week, week for me. Four and one. You were two and three. I cannot believe how quickly that swung because seemed like a week or two ago I was 500 and you were like 17 and eight. The coin is four and 11. 2 and eight start, two and three last week. <laughs> Believe it or not, that's the best week the coins had. Uh, four and eleven going into this week. So for this week's games, game number one, we have Indianapolis at Tennessee. Indy, or sorry, Tennessee is minus one and a half.
1: This is a tricky one. This is a really tricky one. Um, it's that Philip Rivers shit, man. Like if if the Colts just had a literally just a generic quarterback I'd probably take the Colts um, Philip Rivers is just, just strange he is so weird you don't know what you're gonna get from him he could cost you the game he could go and win you the game um, fuck man <laughs> it's a tough one it's a division game too I'll take the Colts Colts and the points
0: I like that you got a good indie. Defense against the run, and Tennessee is definitely a run-heavy team. I can see the Titans kicking the shit out of them, though. Yes, and the thing. So, I'm gonna take Tennessee. I don't know. know. (laughs) I'm gonna take Tennessee, and here's why. We've we've referenced it in the past, where these teams like Baltimore and Tennessee, when they get up, they're really hard to come back on because they're so strong running the ball. I like Tennessee minus one and a half just for that simple fact of if they get the ball first and score a touchdown, I don't think the Colts have a chance. Um, One and a half, I I won't say I don't like the line because one and a half is under three, but at the same time, you think about all these fucking games that come down to kick a field goal and you win by one and you get screwed by that, but I'm not going to take the bait on taking the points there. I think Tennessee is a better team. I also like you you're saying, I don't trust Philip Rivers. I just like the Titans. If they get up early, I think it's over. Not I won't say quick, but it's over how in the same fashion that Baltimore was where Baltimore gets up towards the end. Philip Rivers has to throw the ball a whole bunch. Throws a pick. Titans run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Game over. So I'll I'll take Tennessee. Um, I don't really like it that much though. But at the same time, I don't know. I just I feel more confident betting Tennessee than I do taking Indy. Uh, coin heads is Tennessee. Tails Indy. I had to remind myself of the rules. Heads is home. Tails.
1: All right, me and the coin. Sick. It's not a good sign. All
0: right, uh, game two, Seattle at Rams. Rams minus one and a half. Uh,
1: give me the Hawks. Fuck.
0: No surprise there.
1: Well, they they're not going to lose two in a row. Not going to do it. They're too good for that. But they might.
0: Um, for me, I don't. I don't like the Rams. I like the Rams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't like the Rams.
0: I like the Rams. Well, I don't like the
1: Hawks, but I like the Hawks.
0: So I've had my beef with the Rams because they don't seem like the team that really steps up and beats the good teams. But at the same time, I just don't. It's the same thing with the Bills. Like, you don't know what Jared Goff you're going to get. You don't know what that offense is going to look like. But that defense is pretty good. And they might Dude, there's be... there's so many weird teams. Right? Um, So, I, I, I like them for two reasons. One, that defense is one that they're not going to stop Seattle's offense. But they could slow them down and maybe make a couple turnovers, like what you saw in the Bills game. And two... That offense is just fucking crazy. I don't. I don't think Seattle's gonna stop them. I think they. I don't think they'll score forty five, forty four points like the Bills did. But I think they'll score quite a bit. Um, this is gonna be another one where I'm looking at that over. And if this is under sixty, honestly, I think you're looking at some pretty good uh money. I can't. Um, half. a half. Fifty five. Fifty-five and a half is what I have it at. I like that. Um, that's eight touchdowns. God, I just same thing as the last one. I don't really see this being a low-scoring game. Um, Seattle's proven that they don't really play in low-scoring games anymore. So I like the Rams. I like the over fifty-five and a half. I'll take the Rams, and we'll we'll do we'll see what the coin has to say. Tails. So the Rams, right? No. Seahawks we're on the road again yep well let me oh, double God. check that
1: no I think you're right if they are... lose this week dude
0: you're know, all down on the, the dumbs dude but they got well, a good team. Sean McVay absolutely
1: punks Pete Carroll routinely it's and in... even the games that we beat him he
0: fucking pulls in a bag of tricks <laughs> it's in uh in California and Rams are 3-0 and at home and Seahawks are 2-2 on the road. I don't know, dude. I I hear you. This could very well be a game that comes down to the very last possession though. Um that's kind of well, why What's going to is a Seahawks game. Yeah. And that that's kind of why I, I like the over. I I just I don't see why this would be any game in like the teens. Um I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be 30 to 30 something, you know. And 55, I'm sorry, but they haven't learned making these odds. The Seahawks gave up however many points to New England. They gave up however many points to Minnesota. These overs have to be over sixty or everybody's gonna be hitting that at fifty like fifty five and a half. Eight touchdowns. I mean, I think the Seahawks will score score their points. I don't think the Rams are really gonna stop them, but I also don't think the Seahawks are gonna stop the Rams in any way. Yeah,
1: you're probably right there. I'm with you on the over. I don't I don't know how that game's gonna go though.
0: I'm going to keep sitting on those overs as we go down. Just with the Seahawks being under, honestly, under 60, and fine. Like, every single game seems to be 25 plus. And if you're telling me it's 25 plus and the uh, overs at 55.5, like, I'll take that. Game number three is Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona's minus
1: 1.5. Once again, no feel here
0: whatsoever. <laughs> You've lost all confidence. Yet you've been picking these games good all year. You had one. You've had two rough weeks and it's just because it's been the last you've had two out of 3 that have been pretty rough. But overall, I mean, you're sitting 24 and 16. You're 60%. I know,
1: dude. But that's just the five that we pick and like I mentioned last week a lot of times I don't even bet those ones because we try and pick the trickiest ones that we, we were like, well, I don't really know, so that should be a good one to pick. Um, and so I just kind of give my two cents, and apparently my two cents is worth a whole lot more than whatever I got in the the account right now because, buddy, it's dwindling. Um, <laughs> fucking Bill's Cardinals, we're a Cardinals Podcast. The Bills looked pretty good last week, so I'm just gonna say they're gonna come down to Earth. Josh Allen's
0: hit and miss. Dude, he is so random. So random.
1: That's what I'm saying, man. There's so many teams that are so weird. You think about who are we just talking I mean
0: Well, we got all of them on the list here. <laughs> Indy, Tennessee, Buffalo, Arizona, Carolina, Chicago. Minnesota, <laughs> Chicago. Every,
1: it's all in these weird. games. And that's and what I mean. Everybody's weird, and yep. see, see, this is—I think this is what has happened to me—is that like coming into the season, I feel like I had a pretty good, pretty good sense for things, and then I've just been—I, I don't know what to believe. What, what is real and what is fake, and what's true and what's not? Is this team actually good, or do they just have a good week and now they're overvalued and uh, bet against them?
0: I don't know. We're taking the Cardinals.
1: All right. I all guess
0: right. I like both of these teams i left honestly i like to bet on both of them my cardinals though they didn't look good against miami i think miami is solid and like i find it hard to believe in them just because they've really only done things through the draft which works for a lot of people arizona i don't know dude i'm so Wishy washy on them, and I'm at this point the same way with the Bills Uh, in Arizona. I'm gonna ride the travel wagon like I did last week with Buffalo and Seattle, and say that Buffalo has a tough time with all the travel over to Arizona. I guess, and I'm gonna take Arizona too. I do it, podcast. Yes, Cardinals podcast. I do it very reluctantly, though, because I like, I like the Bills. I'm looking at players to watch on ESPN right now, what they have listed. Josh Allen, his passing numbers, 217 for 315, 2,587 yards, and 19 touchdowns. There are nine games. He he could get close to passing for 5,000 yards. I believe it, especially if he played the Hawks every week. He'd probably passed for six thousand <laughs> I mean he had he had four hundred against them last week, but I don't know it's that's such a weird game to me with those two. you don't ever know what you're gonna get with either side like that could very well be a blowout from for the bills or for Arizona, <laughs> yeah, that's
1: a strange one. all three of the picks i mean what all of our all the lines have been one and a half
0: so yeah far. so far. Oh, right? um coin so heads is arizona tails is buffalo tails bills shit that's one a of lock. these games is gonna end end in a one point yeah it will definitely <laughs> definitely one of them game number four you got tampa bay at carolina tampa bay minus four and a half yeah give me the bucks i i'm confident in this
1: one give me the bucks um so I'm gonna go four and one, and this gonna be my loss. But uh, they're gonna. I mean, they they're not anywhere near as bad as they looked on Sunday. Tom's not gonna to let that shit fly. The Cardinal or the the Carolina Panthers are meh. McCaffrey got here hurt again. I was gonna uh, say, is he playing this time? I don't know,
0: but the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. I like Tampa Bay also. Um. I'm going to take Tampa Bay. If Christian McCaffrey's playing, I'm nervous. But Teddy checked down Bridgewater. Like, the Bucks have such a good defense. And, yeah, the Saints fucking tore them up. But Drew Brees is one of those players that he gets rid of the ball so fast you can't really get a pass rush to him. And Teddy Bridgewater is kind of the same but at the same time, a lot of times his checkdowns are going through his routes and then checkdown. So I like Tampa Bay to get some pressure on them. And then and I also think, dude, if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, I, I think the, the, that Tampa Bay beats the shit out of him. But I don't know. That one's tricky. Four and a half, I think, is a little bit low for Tampa Bay. Obviously people are taking into consideration that saints game but i will keep coming back to the fact they beat the living piss out of the packers and that's the packers are good um that, that that is a good win and i don't think the cardinals are nearly as good as the packers i also don't think they're as good as the saints so i mean i like tampa bay that last game was fucking weird. I just don't see Tom Brady, like you're saying, the bounce-back game. I don't see him losing that one. Well, what does the coin say? The coin heads to Carolina. All right, coin. Oh, man. So, recap before we get into the last game. Chris, game one, Indy. Tennessee, Tennessee minus one and a half. Chris, you have the Colts. I have Tennessee. Coin has Indy. Seattle. At Rams, Rams minus one and a half. Chris, you have Seattle. I have Rams. Coin has Seattle. Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona minus one and a half. Chris, you have Arizona. So do I. Coins, Buffalo. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa Bay minus four and a half. Chris, you have Tampa Bay. So do I. Carolina for the coin. Last game, Minnesota at Chicago. Minnesota's minus one and or sorry, minus two and a half. This one real quick i was looking at these records and minnesota is 3 and 5 they're 2 and 2 on the road the bears 5 and 4 2 and 2 at home and minnesota is still favored and they have a losing record going on the road to chicago this is like that game where they're just like on a heater so everybody's taking them and nobody trusts the bears
1: well cuz how could you like you don't know what you're gonna get. They're all weird. All these teams are weird, man. I don't know what to think. Um, I think the Vikings are less bad than the Bears, which is weird because, like you just said, they're they're worse than the Bears record wise. See, I don't know. I well, like you were just saying. Yeah, the Vikings are getting hot, and people are riding that wave. And that's a trendy pick. And see, it makes sense to go against that, right? where everybody's on one side so you're gonna you know fade the public and go against them so that makes sense but then it also makes a whole lot of sense to bet against the bears because well they're the bears hey man Two and a half. Two and a half. god damn it man um oh
0: you're gonna do it <laughs> do it do it bears oh i knew it <laughs> give me the vikings Ugh. Fuck it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like your picks a lot more than them.
0: <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Uh, ride the hot team, I guess. Uh, I don't know if I trust Minnesota at all. I, 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 Let me rephrase that. I don't trust Minnesota at all. I don't really think they're that good. I think Dalvin Cook is a fucking monster. And the only reason I have any hesitation to take Minnesota is the Bears have kind of locked up the good running backs in the league throughout the year so i i like the bears in that sense but i don't i don't trust them for shit nick Foles hasn't done anything like they've they've had these great quarters they always show the stats of like they don't score any points in the third quarter but then they have these crazy fourth quarters it's like duh because everybody's playing prevent defense and then they get these fucking touchdowns and make it close like i don't i think the vikings should be favored in this game if you want to just go on record and the home team the bears should be but i understand you got one of the hotter teams in the nfl in the vikings and a bears team that let's be real they're they weren't a four and one team and i don't really think they're a five and four team so i like the vikings in that sense i think this is going to come down to if dalvin cook can find some success against that defense um It'll really be – they'll really kick their ass, honestly. Um, I think they're going to get Dalvin Cook out in the flats, and they're not really going to fuck around with running him in between the tackles. Um, It's going to be – Kirk Cousins, does he throw any interceptions? And I – I mean, he's checked down Kirk. He's going to fucking throw the ball in the flats, throw the ball out, and maybe take a couple shots down the field. That's really going to be it. So I like Minnesota – I'm not extra confident in it but I'm more so betting against the Bears. I don't really think they're fucking any kind of good. I don't think Kirk, Kirk Cousins is going to screw it up. Um and and Dalvin Cook, I just he's been a beast for all the time he's been healthy in the NFL in these last 2 three weeks he's been really fucking good and i don't really see it slowing down all that much as long as he's not running in between the tackles that's the only thing i think that's really going to be tough for them if they get him out in space and do some check down some screens i think he'll be really efficient and really effective so i like minnesota more in that sense um one more thing over under 45
1: that I, seems low
0: i was gonna say i like the over in that um last week with then again i can see this ended in thirteen seven. yeah yeah i don't know i like the over though i really do there's there's something about the vikings that just makes me think even though the bears have a good defense they'll still hang a couple touchdowns on them Foles might throw a pick that could end up being a, a not a really high scoring game you're not talking Seahawks high-scoring, but it could be a higher-scoring game.
1: Who knows? My suggestion would be to just uh, basically just fade me. Um, if you're picking for this week and you just listen to our picks, take the opposite. Um, <laughs> kind of like Mondo did for the most part, especially with the uh, the Thursday night and the Monday night game. Is that Chicago Vikings Monday night?
0: Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hate both of those picks, but I'm going to stick with them because that's what my gut said and my gut has been so good the last couple of weeks. So uh, yeah, just, just pick against me. Do that. (laughs) It's it's a smart move.
0: Honestly, you, you've had these weeks and one and four and two and three and the last one you went one and four and then you flipped it and went four and one. So I don't know, dude. I don't know if I'd be fading you necessarily. I think you got some good good ones. The one last thing we have left before the show is up is the coin. And the coin is heads for Chicago and tails for Minnesota. Heads. You're fucked.
1: <laughs> I'm so fucked. Or me and the coin just go off. <laughs>
0: And it's coin. bound to happen, man. I know you have. Please, please think. Coin. You talk about the uh, probability being a fallacy, but fuck it, it's bound to happen. The coin will have a five in a week. I'm. I'll. I'll hang my hat on that. Let's see. Might be this week. Yeah. Who knows? It could. We'll see how it goes. Um, interesting week. We'll be back next Thursday. Um. Go ahead and follow us on. Instagram, the bullpen pod, at all one word, and Chris is gonna be starting the Instagram or the the Twitter will be the same um, at the bullpen pod, and we'll have some Maybe. show updates, and Dude, we'll have the, the user the usernames, the username options on Twitter are scarce. <laughs> I I hear you. So it might be different, but find us there, subscribe, right Review, etc. If you listen to the show, yes, definitely tell a friend. If you listen to the show and you don't like it, pretend like you didn't listen. If you listen to the show and like it, give us five stars, and we'll be back with you guys next week for some more bullshit. All right, bye.